0: I'm a little
1: short.
0: Not that short. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Kaylin, and I've been in Alateen for nine years. Um, Let you know now, I'm in a very bad disappointed mood um... my father was supposed to be here and he's not here i haven't seen my dad in eight years and recently in december i started talking to him and he promised he was going to be here and he's not so, but anyways get off him right now Um. Well, tell you today about how my life was before teen, how my life is now and how I expect it to be after. When I was young, um, we moved around a lot. We never really stayed in one place. We was always moving from a house to a trailer to my grandma's house and moved around. And my real dad was in and out of my life. He'd be there and then he'd leave and he'd come back and he'd promise everything and it wouldn't he wouldn't commit to it and my mom just got sick of it and so they they got a divorce and he just left out of my life and that was hard I mean you know I've put it on myself that I did something wrong that it's my fault he left me I'm a bad daughter I'm a bad kid I did something wrong and I had to go to counseling for that and this lady who I really didn't like her because she told me my dad was a bad person and she just was crazy. So, but she said I had to have a big brother type and my mom gave me three names and I picked out Tracy, which my mom had known forever. So we lived in a trailer and I was sitting there nervous because Tracy's coming to pick me up and I didn't really remember what Tracy looked like but I knew who he was because my mom had talked about him a lot. So I'm sitting on the couch, and I hear this loud noise pull into the driveway. And look out there, and it's a big red truck. And Tracy gets out the car. Head tarp, tattoos, big mustache. I'm not leaving with him.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not getting in that car. There's no, there's no way. So my mom had to fight with me to get me into the car, and I sat as close as to the door as I could without falling out, and didn't talk to him, didn't look at him, nothing. And so he goes over a bump and says "Yeehaw," and I look at him.
1: <laughs>
0: He's like, "You have to say that every time we go over a bump." I'm like, "Have you lost your mind?" And he's just, so we go over another bump. Yeehaw. And then he's like, come on, do it. It's fun. I'm like, no. So we go over the railroad tracks. I finally say it. And I guess that just started to us talking and hanging out, and he'd come get me every couple days. And one day we went to Dairy Queen, and I dropped ice cream in his truck and, you know, I was like, oh, he's going to be mad at me, he's going to yell at me, you know, i got to clean it up. He said, don't worry about it, I'll get it, it's okay. You don't have to clean it up. And I was like, wait, I don't have to clean it up, I always have to clean up messes." No, it's okay, I'll do it. And I was like, wait, he's not going to yell at me, he's not mad, he's kind of cool. So he started coming more and more, and, um... Yeah, I'm about to tell on you.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) One day, sorry, I was talking to my mom. She knows this part, but um, one day Tracy spent the night. I went in my room, and he was on the couch. Well, I woke up the next morning. He's not on the couch, but his car's still there. (laughs) I don't know where he is. So a couple months later, Tracy... Pulls me and my mom into the bedroom and says, you know, I want to ask you if I can have your mom's hand in marriage. And I was like, well, are you going to, I was like thinking about, you know, is he going to treat her right? You know, that's my mom. I love her. She's been there through everything. I was like, yeah. So we, me, my mom, Tracy, and my friend go to Las Vegas have a little wedding in a little wedding chapel, and it's nice, and there's this guy, and he's going on about this ring, and, you know, I'm sitting over here holding my mom's hand, and then, you know, Tracy's still got his, like, head tarp on, and his hair's long and stuff, and, you know, we're a weird-looking family, but still, you know, we're a family. (laughs) I mean, that was, he was and still is the father figure in my life. And so, about a year or so later, he wants to adopt me because my mom had some surgery and we didn't know if she was going to make it through or not. So we adopt he adopted me so my real dad couldn't come back and ask for custody of me. And so we I was like I don't want to I don't know because I don't want my dad to come back and feel like I traded him for a better person or something. I mean. That's my dad. I love him and everything, but he wasn't there. And Tracy was always there. Through whatever, he he was there. So, you know, I'm proud to say I am Kalen Thompson, not Kalen Parrott. Um, my first meeting, I was six years old. I didn't want to go. I think most kids are forced to go, but I didn't want to go. I didn't like the people there. They all were smiling. <laughs> I didn't have a reason to smile, so I didn't understand why they were smiling. And I sat in the back and didn't talk. Well, I had to go again. This time, they were still smiling, and I wasn't. And I didn't understand, you know, what are they so happy about in their life that they're smiling, and I'm not. And I was angry at the world. I was angry at everybody. I was angry at my mom, my grandma, my whole family, my friends, anybody who... I came in contact with I wouldn't talk to. And after a while, I kept going, and I started liking it. And Mom asked me one day, you know, I'm not going to force you anymore. Do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, I do. I mean, I'm getting something out of these meetings. I'm starting to feel better. You know, something's working. And thank God for the meetings. I don't know if I'd be here. I'd probably be at home, locked in my room. I mean, through all the stuff I've gone through, Alateen and the steps and the slogans has definitely helped me. I mean, the step step one, that's I, I can use that with whatever, and I mainly use that with my dad. Because I couldn't control what he was doing. I couldn't control that he wasn't with me. I couldn't control that I didn't know where he was. And my favorite slogan was first things first. Because... If I take my time to get my work done and get my life straight, then I can go on and try to talk to him and try to get everything else right. Um, okay, now, talk about now. Um, recently, last June, my grandma passed away. My grandma was my life. 99% of the time, she took me to school. She took care of me. We had our own routine in the morning. I had all my clothes over there. I had my own bedroom. I mean, even though if we didn't argue and we didn't talk, I mean, I loved her. That was my grandma. She was pretty much my caretaker through my whole life. I mean, my mom worked all the time. I mean, I, that's when I, my dad was out of the picture. And my grandma was definitely a big, big important person in my life. And when we went, she had a heart attack once, and it wasn't really bad. She had called, and I answered the phone, and she couldn't speak. She could just say, "Help me! I need help!" And you couldn't hear it very well, but you could. I could understand what she was saying, and I told Mom, "We have to get over there. Grandma's hurt. Grandma's in trouble." So we went over there, and she was sitting in the chair. The dog was underneath the t- chair, and. Everybody was coming in and it was just all in a whirlwind and we went to the hospital and we connected like I was the only one that could understand what she was trying to say. And I love my I love my grandma to the day now and I always have. And then the second one was worse. She had hit her head when she fell. She was walking into a Ace Hardware store, hit her head and then luckily the nurse they're not supposed to go through the purses but they found my mom's number and they called my mom and we were in the car my mom lost it and then I lost it and then we we went to the hospital and she couldn't talk, she couldn't do anything and you know she couldn't, it's like you couldn't, she couldn't understand what you were trying to say and we had to get my grandpa out of Colorado and had to get him here so we could you know, we didn't want her to feel pain. I mean, we all loved her. We didn't want her to hurt. And we couldn't understand what she was saying. And we brought my little niece in there, and she knew who she was. She grabbed for her. And that was like, you know, we thought she was going to turn around, and we thought she'd make it. And then my mom, who definitely blames herself for it, but she shouldn't because it's not your fault, her breathing just changed, and they caught a cold blue on her. And that's when it just, you know, went downfall. You know, she wasn't, she couldn't, she wasn't talking at all. She was asleep. And our whole family was in there when she passed away. We, They unplugged her, and everybody was in there, you know. It was peaceful. It was nice. And you know, I still, like my mom, I still want to call her and say, Grandma, I need you to come pick me up. And I can't. She's not here, and that's. It's definitely hard for me to not want to go to her house and not want to call her and talk to her. But I mean, I know she's there. And my little si my little niece, scared my sister. She was uh, changing her diaper and she waved up and said, "Hi, Grandma," and was looking over my sister's shoulder. And. It scared my sister, and you know, it scared all of us, and it, but it's letting us know she's there. And then, about a month or two later, my stepdad Tracy's mom passed away. So, you know, you just, and she was definitely a part of my life, too. You know, she, she thought I was smart. She, you know, I could talk to her. She just loved, she loved the, her grandchildren. That was her life. And, you know, just sitting there talking to her was like just sitting there talking to another kid, and she just listened, and that was what I loved about her, and so we were all going through a hard time, and everybody was passing away, and it just felt like everything was going wrong, and then, you know, me and mom argued, and Tracy and my mom argued, and I had to, I just left, you know, I couldn't, I had to get out the house, I couldn't be where everybody was feeling the same, I needed to go to a meeting and feel how I wanted to feel, and I, and I felt like I had to keep my mom up, and I had to help her, and I didn't want to see her crying, and I didn't want to see her in pain, and, you know, she's, that's, that's my family, and Whatever we go through, I'm always going to be there for every single one of them. Even though we get in arguments, and I don't like them sometimes, and I want to hit them and hurt them. (laughs) You know, but that's my family. Um, About a year ago, I met this boy named Ben. And met him through a friend, and we started talking, and... Actually, kind of came on a bad day because I had just got my tonsils taken out. So I was out of it, pretty much. And then, so they had to come back the next day, and he did. And, you know, we started talking, and at first it was a little rocky because it was close to Christmas, and that's definitely not a good time for me with my whole, my dad leaving and stuff. And he stuck through. And he's always stuck through. He's always been there. And, you know, people try to tell him stuff and people try to tell me stuff and you know we don't listen to other people we just if we have an argument we talk about it we might not want to see each other for that couple minutes but you know we sit there and we talk out our problems because I know I can't hold a grudge against him and I know he can't hold a grudge against me but I love him dearly and through all everything he's always there and that's the person I talk to when I have problems. You know, when my mom's irritating me, or Tracy's irritating me, or just school's not going right, you know. He's there when I get off the bus, and then I can just go and talk to him. And he listens. Even if I go on about stupid stuff, he doesn't care. He listens. Um, We have oh, my little sister. Let's see. I don't know where to start with her. Um, She's my god sister. We've had her since she was like five months. She's spoiled rotten she always loud and thinks she can sing and dance and she's but I love her she's she's definitely you know she follows me around everything I do she tries to do she tries to do and then my niece does everything she does and Yolanda says why is she doing everything I do well why do you do everything I do (laughs) So, you know, and she likes my boyfriend, she won't admit it, but she likes him, so she tells her her real mom that that's her boyfriend and um but she you know she's she's go she's going through kind of the same thing I am Is her dad's not there her dad you know he has a couple other kids, and he's like that's she just wants to be with her dad, you know her mom's she likes being with her mom and she likes being with us, but if a daughter doesn't have that relationship with her father you know she doesn't learn things that she needs to from a father figure and you know she'll she'll act out and cry and stuff and I'll grab her and I'll just hold her and she'll kick and scream and everything else and I'll tell her Yolanda I know what you're going through I went through the same thing stop you know listen you can uh, you can cry you can do whatever I'm here and that's like the main thing for me with her is if she's acting out and what she does a lot but when she's acting out you know she needs attention and she's not getting it from her dad so you know we have to give it to her um... oh, well, good part uh yesterday I got a car Ooh. and... <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> good part, yep yeah.
0: And my birthday is March 23rd, so it's coming up. And then I'll be able to get my permit, and then I'll be able to drive. And it's a nice little prelude. It's a 90, no, 89. Hi, Dad.
1: Gonna <sighs> have to give me a minute now.
0: There, <sighs> I'm better. Okay, um. <laughs> okay, like I said, I got a car. You know, it's an 89 Prelude, it's a nice little hoopty and. You know, it needs work. Like, you know, the battery was going dead, and me and Ben were sitting out there, and, like, the window was going so slow. The window was going so slow, you know. The car looked like it was about to die. And so he went and um Tracy went and got another battery, and, and it worked really good, and we went driving, and he was like, drive real fast, and then put the brakes on. <laughs> I'm like, What? He's like, you got to check the brakes out. I'm like, okay. So I put the went, did the gas and then put that brake on and it worked. So.
1: <laughs>
0: right now, I'm a freshman in high school. You know, that's kind of hard because, you know, you're short, like I'm short. And then everybody else is like tall and all the seniors and stuff, but they keep us upstairs. And right now, you know... Yeah, they keep us away from the seniors. And, um, but, you know, it's, it's a different, it's definitely different from going from middle school with only, like, 500 kids to high school where there's 800 freshmen. You know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of kids. And hallways are always crowded and it's hard to get to class, but... Right now, like, when I grow up, I want to be a pediatrician. And I'm struggling in biology. And, you know, I have to get that good grade. And if I don't get that grade, you know, then I'm not worried. Then I'm worried about my other grades. And it's just hard being a freshman. But hopefully next year it will be a little easier. Um, I have a little shit to Gizmo. And you can think it's weird, but I talk to him. And that, that is, that's when I have a hard time and I don't, I'm, I'm stressing with my mom or Ben or Tracy or whoever, and that's my, my friend, that's my son, that's my whatever you want to call it, I love him, you know, he's small and not much and he ain't got to take care of him except for brushing him and stuff because he gets matted, but, you know, he, he'll sleep with me and then he'll run downstairs when Tracy gets home and. He'll so then he'll come back upstairs and, like, check on me, and he thinks he's big, though. He thinks he's, like, a pit bull. Because <laughs> we, we have a pit bull named Kel, which thinks he's a Shih Tzu. <laughs> and, like, Gizmo will run German Shepherds out the yard, and Kel will stay in the fence and just look at him. And, like, Gizmo acts like he's ferocious, but he definitely would probably, I don't know, I think you would like, kick him if... Someone breaks in the house, but still, he'd know. He'd let you know someone's there that's not supposed to be there. Um. Okay. After Alapteen, I, I definitely want to go to college. I want to be, like I said, to be a pediatrician or CSI, which I've done. Wanted to be forever. I mean, I watched all the shows. I watched. I got the game. I've got everything. You know. <laughs> that's what I want to be. I mean, even with the whole dead bodies and stuff, but, you know, I want to, I want to help people, either, if I'm not helping kids, I want to help grown-ups, I want to help people who, you know, are hurt and stuff, like, I love kids, except for when they're, like, running around the house crazy and stuff, but, you know, I love holding, like, my little niece, Alicia, she's two years old, I love holding her, because she just, she's so sweet, and, like, she looks like my sister, my sister's, like, ugly, but she's not, (laughs) But Alicia, you know, and then Autumn, she's one of the smartest babies I've ever seen. I mean, she's, since she was like nine months, she was, she knows, she knew what the remote was, and she's pointing at the TV and pushing buttons, and she, I'm, she's brilliant. Watch, she's going to be a genius. She's smart. My mom always tells her, you're a smart baby, and, you know, but still, she's, they're both adorable, and I don't think Autumn likes me that much, because she's like, she's in love with my mom, and she's always with my mom, but... When you get food, you know, any baby's going to love you, so I get that bottle, and then I'm like, now, yeah, you want me now, huh? And then, um, let's see, okay, now thanks. Um I want to thank the committee for inviting me to be here. I want to thank Linda and her husband for putting us up in that beautiful house. It's beautiful. And I want to thank my mom for always being there, for my stepdad, Tracy, for always being there too. Um, I want to thank my father Jeff for you know you put me through stuff, but I love you, you know. And I'm glad I'm in contact with you, and I need you in my life. I want to thank my boyfriend Ben for letting me know when to shut up and letting me know when the right time to talk is. And <laughs> like you saved me from a couple arguments and stuff, you know. And um, I want to thank my Grandma Johnson and my Grandma Thompson, even though they're passed away. You know, I love them dearly, and I know they're watching over me. And I want to thank my sister, because when I was going through a hard time with my dad, you know, she was there. She understood what I was going through, and she always helped me. And with that, I'm done. Thank you.